0: feel okay i feel bad
1: Right.
0: right i'm coming up my street here yes sir. there's a car ahead of me um and i'm kind of watching him to see what he does and i see a spot on the left and he's past it so immediately once i'm kind of far enough i can loop around right into it yeah i'm like okay i'm going for it and as i'm pulling to the right to make a wide u-turn onto the street because yeah. i don't have to k-turn it um yeah. i see that they've also pulled over not into a spot
1: Oh, they were hoping to turn around. I think
0: their plan was to turn around, but they went farther. Yeah. And because I didn't know what they were doing, yeah. I just swooped and took it. No. My sandwich didn't taste any less the sweet.
1: Yeah, well, no, definitely. It didn't Still bother delicious. you all that much. And you know? I kind of
0: feel like, because I just, I just assumed mm-hmm. that they're trying to get parking for the street fair. Sure. I live on this street, yes. I feel if it had to come down to, you know, a, a jury, I could yes. have some kind of...
1: Exactly. Uh, people who are in the area. Yeah. Also people, you know, it's the whole sort of caveat in legal terms, which is known as you snooze, you lose. So, ah, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. Snooze
0: versus lose. It's
1: true. It's true. So That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs>
0: This is your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host, Anthony Selva. Along with me is one
1: of my greatest geeks in the world, and also my co-host. <laughs> Elizabeth Wallace. You always want to throw that co-host thing in there nowadays, I've noticed. So, yeah, Well, it's important. Yeah, there you go. Like, it there feels weird on. to be like the
0: host and then a second person who does just as much work as <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's co-host is fine. That's good. That yeah. works. Uh, so, uh, guys... The Harvey Awards uh, were just a thing, mm-hmm. and um, we have we have winners. We do. We
1: were we were flipping through the list before, um, and a lot of the stuff we'd never heard of. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, what was it? Southern Bastards is uh, one for best new series. You yeah. had heard of that? I I'd had heard, not of, heard it. of it. Okay. that was um,
0: good. Yeah. It's if from what I remember, doesn't have any like superpowers. Nothing. No aliens. No crazy stuff like that. Sure. It's just about. Crazy people in Texas and football,
1: I guess. Oh, okay, all right. Like there's there's murder yeah. and things, sure. The, well, you, there's, there's, you there's lost there's up characters. me. You lost me a little bit with football, but you got me back with a little bit with murder. So I you know that sounds Ooh, bad. That I'd be a murder. I know I'd be more interested in murder than football. That says something right there. Sure. But yeah, no, there were a lot. I mean, there's always a lot of awards that I hadn't like. You know, best. American reprint of a foreign comic, and I'm like, well, oh, that's, like, cool. oh, that's cool that that's, that's an award. That's a neat that's thing, that is, I that guess. It is a neat thing. That is, but, you know, the ones we really, really care about, like, Best Writer went to Mark Wade. So that's, For his Daredevil yeah, run. Yeah, exactly. Which, I kind of wish I cared more about Daredevil. Yeah. Like the, the, the Netflix
0: show was great. Oh, yeah. Uh, every, everything I could want, but I just... There's nothing about the character that makes me want to go back every week and read right. comic books. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the greatest of rogues' galleries. He's got the Kingpin and the Hand, mm-hmm. and then who? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't know Typhoid Mary, but you know, Catherine and Nathan could tell us more about this. They they loved the Bendis run on Daredevil, oh, right on. so yeah, they they say that's good. Yeah. But
0: I, it's interesting because yeah, like a, a, a writer comes in and then they're all that Daredevil's all they talk about. Bendis. Um, um, oh shit! I fucked it up last week, and now I'm gonna fuck it up again.
1: Who? What? Hey, he did
0: the uh, no. He did the um, Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, I fucked this up last week. <laughs> I have no idea, and now I'm even farther in the dark because I can't remember his name at all. <laughs> it starts with a B. Ugh, balls. Okay, no, <laughs> probably that's not, not balls. No, probably no not it, balls, it wasn't. Balls. Anyway, every time someone comes to the book, it seems like it's amazing. Yes, but yet Daredevil can't seem to creep into the
1: top echelon of marvel characters not yet but like, now that we've got the netflix series i'm sure that's turning it around i'm a hoping lot. i'm yeah. hoping it helps he's what been are, around a while when are we getting a season 2
0: have they said Next year they're filming it, okay. so next
1: mm-hmm. year. All right, next Good. year. We, Good. There's there's pictures of um, John Berthnall as okay. uh, Punisher. Not that I should complain too much. I mean, new season of Gotham started last week, and I still haven't watched the first episode, so that's fine. That's of this fine. season or last season? This season. This okay, season. Yeah, I, I am at least catch... caught up with you know all of that. Okay, so. I gotta catch up to last season. Yeah. 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 What else do we get? Um, uh, best single issue story was breaking out in the Dark Horse Presents, so I gotta totally check that out. But best artist, of course, is Fiona Staples. Uh, mm. Best cover artist, Fiona Staples, and best continuing series saga. So Saga definitely went, right. um, uh, ran away with a whole bunch of those. Right. So that's
0: and awesome. Well, well deserved, especially well deserved for Fiona Staples, who, like, we've been gushing over her work uh, uh, on Saga for since day one. But also, like, we were so incredibly surprised that Archie looked so good. Yes. Uh, like yes. coming coming from saga and and crazy monsters doing stuff to other crazy
1: monsters and then Riverdale. Yeah. Like I, the farthest from. And not even a slightest I really kind of thought if Fiona Staples doing it, is she gonna make Archie creepy? And she didn't. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, but it's not it's definitely not saga level disturbing like or even halfway to saga level disturbing. It's it's everything you expect from
0: from Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Like nothing nothing about it even seemed like Edgy or or anything like that. It It looks so natural. And Mark Wade writing that one. So more praise
1: to to him. Well deserved his his award. Nice. What
0: else? Uh, anything else? It's,
1: uh, we it's ca- pretty... Oh, a uh, uh, special award for humor in comics went to Chip Zdarsky for The Sex Criminals, which, if you haven't read that, it is an interesting book. I've read the first graphic novel of it, and now i got to... I'm pretty sure it's its still going on, right? Yeah, it's yeah, totally yeah still it's still going ongoing. On. Yeah. That's
0: the one where they have sex and freeze time? Yes.
1: Yep. yes. Yes, exactly. So it's very, very strange. And then there's also people who are chasing them who are, like, dressed... I'm not even going to get into it. It's pretty hilarious. It's right really, um, Yeah,
0: yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a whole list of... Um, technical awards to, to people.
1: It's like the Oscars. Like yeah. You only really care about those top five, eight yeah, yeah. awards. It's true. It's true. But everybody, I mean, we will post probably when I get home from recording this podcast, I'll do a post to our social medias with a link to all of them to other sites who were really cool yeah. and gave us a nice little... Excellent list of all the people. So,
0: so to you in the future, uh, if you happen to have missed it, check out our social medias yeah. and roll backwards a couple days. Yeah, that's right, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. it's a Sunday. Yeah, uh, some other things uh, that are going on. Uh, there's a new teaser for the Jessica Jones. Speaking of our, the Netflix Marvel series, uh, giving us a little peek into uh, how super detectives uh, start the day off.
1: Yep, <laughs> it was. I liked but, it. I really did. It was. It was real, like very simple and straightforward. I'm like. Cool. Good on you. I approve.
0: By just one-handed crushing a uh, an old-ass uh, alarm clock. Yep. yep. Um, I think it was, like, granted, it shows nothing. No. We don't see David Tennant. We don't see uh, Luke Cage. None of that stuff. But I do think what it does serve is to let everyone who doesn't know in that Jessica Jones is not... A regular person. Right. She is. She is a super, and she is incredibly strong. Yeah.
1: And but she is a regular person. The fact that the alarm clock goes off and she's sitting here like patting it with her hand. You only just yeah. see the hand on the clock, and then it lands on the clock and very slowly just crushes yeah. it and falls like off. like aluminum and, can in anyone yeah, else's mm-hmm. hand. That's basically her snooze alarm. So yeah. That's probably why she has such an old ass alarm. She knows she's <laughs> going to destroy like three o'clock in the daytime. Yeah. So there was bright. I was thinking for yeah. a minute maybe it was three o'clock in the morning. She no, gets up incredibly early, early like but there was something Light coming in, so yeah, yeah. yeah that's well. Nice. Some, some people have a different schedule. When that. you're a PI, you make your own hours. It's true, you're gonna have a lot of late nights. You yeah, know, banging yeah. down a lot of doors. That so. might as well have been three a.m.
0: to any reasonable exactly, human being. Exactly, exactly. Quit, quit backing on Jessica on
1: Jessica Jones for sleeping in all this. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> no, come on. Don't even don't even ask how late I usually sleep on the weekends. So you don't want to know. I can't seem to sleep in late like I used to oh I can I have no problem with that at all yeah Uh,
0: and like if I push like refuse uh, to get out of bed. I can make it to ten thirty, okay.
1: maybe 11 at the most. also depends on how late I stayed up. Because the number of times that I stay up late, I'm either out with some friends doing something, or I'm at home and I just don't want to go to bed early because I know I don't have to get up. Yeah. So it feels like a waste. That's go, if I go to bed at like 12, which is kind of my usual bedtime. Oh, yeah. If I go to bed at 12 on a weekend, I feel like I'm not doing it right. So I'm like, what are you doing going to bed so early? It's only midnight. Come on. But we watched a lot of S.H.I.E.L.D. There we watched... What else did we watch yesterday? Are you caught up on Shield? Are you guys caught up? Uh, I'm
0: caught up. Actually just last weekend we we're flipping through she caught up on Supernatural and right. she caught up on um Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, of which now we're in episode two episodes behind again. Yeah, exactly. But um What did you think
1: of Doctor Who? I liked it. I really liked it. Oh the last it. season? Yeah, yeah, Yes, I liked, I liked it. it. I, I really like
0: liked it, it. Yeah.
1: yeah. I did, actually didn't sound like she liked the Doctor.
0: Not she, she's not driving with the new Doctor, okay, the new angry Doctor.
1: Oh, I like... Plus, I think he maybe harkens back a little bit to um, uh, the Ninth Doctor. So A little I bit. Like, that. like real, yeah, yeah. Hard,
0: yeah, exactly. real hard. Yeah, exactly.
1: Kind of took away, but still with a goofy element that I really yeah, liked. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's good
0: um, stuff. I, definitely, I definitely understand everyone who says... Uh, they don't like him because he is kind of too mean or angry. Mm-hmm. It's there. Oh, and no, if it's that's, true. if that's not your flavor of Rocky Road, then I get it. There
1: was a lot of people who didn't like the 11th Doctor because of the goofiness and the floppy sure. hair. And that's sure. fine. Sure. That's it. Yeah. That's the thing. You love the Doctor, not the actor.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so we're like, okay, well, what else can we get into? I'm like, well, there's S.H.I.E.L.D. There's, I mean, it interconnects with a lot of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. New season of that coming up. So... I don't know if I sold it very well to her because I'm a believer that the first six, six episodes yeah. aren't super great. Okay. So I don't know if I really kind of gave it what it deserves.
1: I think that's better because the number of people who have tried to overhype something to me and I watch yeah. it, like, I'm really, really sorry, you guys. Supernatural cannot live up to the massive amounts <laughs> of hype that have been delivered on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, S.H.I.E.L.D. I definitely enjoyed.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, by the end of the first episode, she's like, I like this. Oh, that's good. Like, oh, that's good, good, that's good, good, that's good, good. Oh,
1: because we were trying, I was trying to catch her up on Arrow.
0: Okay. Uh, because she did like Flash. Okay. But like after like I think she's mm, we're not quite through the first season. Okay. But she's like the show's really dark and heavy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. 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 it yeah. doesn't have much levity to it. That's what Flash was for. Flash <laughs> Pretty was much. in
1: there for the levity. Yeah. So, yeah. Flash
0: is the Superman to Arrow's Batman. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so I'm like, okay, well Shield is uh has a very Weeden vibe to it. It, it does. Uh, he's there for the first episode. Um, Jed Whedon is there for uh, the the re- Jed,
1: right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I suspect Joss Whedon was there for the first episode of the second season. There was something yeah. so Joss Whedon about it, just a real kick in the feels type of vibe.
0: But the dialogue is all there, yeah. like through through the whole series. Rewatching it now, I'm realizing like, oh, well. Colson is pretty much feels to strictly be written by Joss Whedon. Yeah, like
1: everything, like Whedon came in just for those lines, exactly. And then, of course, obviously the actors really selling it as sure, well. Sure, so, sure, yeah. Sure. Uh,
0: so yeah, so yeah, she's she's really in love with that show, and we're in the second season now.
1: So did you ever watch The Dollhouse? Mm mm Wow. Okay. No. it Hit Netflix. So yeah, I have all these other shows that I should be catching up on. What am I doing? I'm rewatching The Dollhouse, <laughs> and I'm really I'm bad at TV. I will tell anybody out there listening. So this is a Joss Whedon thing. It's another example where he kind of got a little screwed because the producers sort of made him work too slow in the first season and then they canceled it so he had to speed up for the second season. But I would say watch the first six episodes and that's it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it after that point, you're fine because that's a pretty good arc. But he does something in those first six episodes and then you get to the end of what he's done and what he's set up and you're like... Oh, it's just really, it holds up the second watching. I Mm. watched it when it came out, like, 2006. So, like, almost ten years later, I'm watching, and I'm like, yeah, I still really like this. I Uh, really do. uh, Yeah, it's good stuff.
0: um, The last season of Walking Dead just hit Netflix today, so my goal is to try and watch those before the next season begins next month. Ooh, talk about dark
1: and heavy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. She's way behind on that, so I may try and watch that uh, on my own. Right, right. Um, While she gets
1: through S.H.I.E.L.D., and then we'll start another thing. Right. And if anybody wants to fear the walking dead if you haven't gotten caught up on the walking dead you can watch fear the walking dead without getting spoiled oh good because it's gone all the way back and it's none of the same characters um i don't i mean okay maybe if you haven't seen the first season of the walking dead you wouldn't want to watch it but if if all the major stuff that they've told you in the walking dead you're not hearing about that in fear the walking dead so it's totally fine
0: so they're not affecting each other. Not know,
1: yet, because like, yeah. this has gone all the way back to when it first happened. Yeah. And I've heard some rumors that somebody from Fear of the Walking Dead is going to show up in The Walking Dead because we're looking in the past, and so in The Walking Dead we'll yeah. see how they look in the future. That'd be interesting. So, yeah, it'd mm-hmm. be good. It'll be
0: good. see, what else? Oh, Crane Con. Crane Con, that's right. Yeah, uh, Guys, we just got uh, word from uh, the Energy 1037 radio station here in San Diego. Last year, they ran Crane Con, which is a one-day convention Uh, in the parking lot of an Ikea Mm -hmm. where um, the show host AJ went up into a crane for a week and would not come down that's right Uh, all raising money for a local children hospital uh, Radies, we got to be a part of that we got a booth uh, we did a panel there Uh, you can go back it's a podcast now all uh, immense fun Uh, we just got word again from uh, from Hula there running it Uh, we are back we are back once again so November 15th Mark it on your calendar. If you're at all in the in the San Diego area, uh, CraneCon was really a, a lot of fun. It was. It a was a full day, day. Of, uh, of panels, a bunch of different um, uh, vendors. Five O First came out. First, a lot of other cosplayers. Uh, yeah, cosplay contest that yep. uh, we got to judge. All very cool. Um, and just a day. Uh, you pay. Um, it was like a toy, right? Wasn't it? Oh, that's like a right. Yeah. You donate a toy, and yeah. that's your uh, that's your admission. Yeah. And it all goes to charity. So, guys, let's see, six, seven weeks from now. Yep, yep. November Uh, 15th.
1: And I think uh, Nintendiego is going to do their... Uh, some, probably another smash tournament. Probably another smash or? tournament, which ended up being incredibly popular. Yeah. I mean that thing was bumping all that was day long. kind yeah. of overflowing uh, our uh, yeah. our booth. Yeah, we'll we'll arrange things a little differently <laughs> this year. We'll keep that in mind a little bit better. But, um, but
0: yeah, so guys, check that out. Uh, more uh, more as it develops, because uh, we got to figure out what we're going to do mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and what we're going to do there at the booth. Uh, so as far as uh, what is in the stack, well, the books we've read uh, this last week. Of course, our favorite fever dream mythic uh, came out to more. I'm just kind of waiting for the one issue that is going to be easy
1: thought this was a really like it's surprising, you know, you've got a guy who gets swallowed up by a dragon and he has to cut it open and you've got little gnomy creatures getting killed and everything and for all that it was a very lighthearted episode. You know, it was very well, fun all, and sweet. They're all fairly lighthearted. Yeah, like, and then, this book
0: doesn't take itself too seriously, but yeah. it's not camp.
1: Yeah, no. Well no, it isn't. But it's, it's like you know, camp, yeah. you've got like the one the new kid and whatever and he meets Venus, who yeah. is like, you know, the god of like the Amalgam yeah. of all fertility goddesses, and he's just like, "Oh, hi, you smell really good." And they're like Venus. She's like, "What? I can't turn this off." Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. so she's. I like, really, really like her. She's very cool. She's very mad at her. I,
0: I honestly hope she's a character we see a lot.
1: Of. Yeah, exactly. And she's not like, in case you're thinking like Venus, like, oh, she looks like Aphrodite and the yeah, Greek yeah, and goddess and, and everything. No, she's really more of like she's like African fertility goddess. Yeah. You know, the very big hips and everything. She like told somebody at one point. She's like, "You know, I'm not actually pregnant." I just look pregnant because I'm the goddess of fertility. Duh. So yeah. she's very fun.
0: She is fun. I really like her a lot. Yeah, again, I, we don't really know how long since the first uh, issue when we met this this newcomer to the group, yeah. but he's really taken to his job, mm-hmm. realizes that this uh, wormling is mechanical. Yep. And I I really like the, the reveal later. We see he builds something out of the scraps from the truck that got overturned, jumps into its mouth, and it then kind of plops over where yeah. are dead. Yeah. He explains that uh, he made a signal jammer because he realized that this thing had to be remote uh, So, but he had to be close for it to work. And then he, he admits freely, he's like, I was actually trying to get
1: on its back <laughs> but then it got me. Yeah. It, was, like, it was cool because somebody was telling him, it was like, man, he jumped right in his mouth. That was real brave. He's like, well, yeah, right. I like his honesty and also yeah. I, I just like the fact that yeah, it's a character
0: who is very competent, yes. but at the same point not... he can't do everything that you would see like, in a comic book. Exactly. Like, it's, it's not all going to plan. No, even though no. it, it might look that way.
1: Yeah, but it's it's a neat because everybody on this team has been grabbed for some like super expertise in some area. Yeah. So even this kid who they got who had been attacked by strange creatures in a phone store, he had just has this ability with mechanics. Yeah. So, and also yeah. the ability to kind of just like sort of roll with the situation. He's like, well, I figured I'd just go with it, you know? So it's really, it's very cool. He is cool. And we got a bonus story, which was a story about we've seen this one ghost scientist kind of walking around, and we see what her deal is, and it turns out she was a scientist who was like like the most logical and pragmatic of people that you could possibly meet and did not believe in an afterlife, so she's as surprised (laughs) as anybody to find herself as
0: a ghost, you know? Yeah, she, she's in a clean room. Um, there's a doctor in full hazmat gear trying to get her to stop. Like, she needs uh, medical attention. There's people on the outside of, of the room watching her. And they're like, like, what, what do we do? Like, she just refuses to stop working because she feels she's so close to a breakthrough. And even the people on the outside, they're like... She could be the one who figures it out before yeah. it
1: gets her. And they're also like maybe she's not really sick and it's not like this is not one of those situations where she's like clinging to the lab yeah, table and of, falling over and coughing. She feels fine, you know, but she still she's dies. working like insanely hard. It's yeah.
0: as, as if that was the the symptom of the right. of the disease It's just right. uh nonstop. Um but what I really like is we kind of go into this ethereal plane mm. where
1: She's being uh, escorted through uh, w- w- the afterlifes of so many mythologies. All she just has- pass- passes by. It's like here's this, and here's the Indian god of blah, and here's the they, they, they,
0: they reference Vishnu. Yes, Um they've got the uh, the Egyptian uh, Anubis.
1: Know. He's there Anubis is there? Yeah, he's, yes.
0: he's trying to weigh. Um,
1: Trying to weigh- they, they always weigh your heart because yeah. I think your heart has to be lighter than the feather that they're weighing it against and he's not getting a reading at all because she's a total non-believer. Yeah. She's 100%. She, she's-
0: so rational thinking. She um,
1: also um, she's one of those people who really just when you die, she just wants it to be like turn off like yeah. like And in the, and in the face of all this, yeah. No. She's still like no, I don't want any of this. You guys are like the, heaven? You guys are like the leftover elements of several defunct mythologies and I don't believe in any of it. So, yeah, she's yeah.
0: kind of having a hard time believing any of this is
1: real. She's the, questioning that they, she, Go ahead. They bring this one guy. They're like, oh, God, this isn't working. Who's the deity on duty? Uh, the Nazarene. Oh, he comes in. That's a Jesus, yeah, that right? Was Jesus. It was Jesus in like a sports Walk coat, and sunglasses. Yeah. So, you know, it was awesome. It was very cool. Yeah. But um, she doesn't believe in him any more than anybody else. So.
0: No, 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 it's it's kind of how I uh, like the way that that afterlife was working, like all interconnected, reminded me of the waiting room in Beetlejuice.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like There's
0: there's yeah. kind of a bureaucracy.
1: Yeah. To yeah. Do how death works? Yeah, no, it's it's like it's real reminiscent of Neil Gaiman. He's done that a lot in his yeah. books too, where it's like all the gods all do exist and they all know each other and they all are you know just kind of trying to make a living yeah. since, as it were. But yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, what do you? I guess it's it's for the cause. Like, you realize you're dead. You don't need anything anymore. I assume, mm-hmm. but there's there's a cause you can contribute yourself to.
1: Right. And that's kind and, of and where she of is. Yeah, and that's where she is at this point where they're just yeah. like, Hey, you may be dead but you know, the mythic people of course find her and they're like, We work for an organization where even though you're dead you can still make a contribution And she's yeah. like
0: okay I guess. Yeah. No, like,
1: yeah you can go ahead and leave that stuff over there yeah you can leave the body too you're not going to need that yeah. anymore that's the Just one time she looks a little plush. she's like oh that's when it starts sinking and she's mm, dead yeah yeah. yeah. So. so that's always that's always a good time there's this little mini story in there yeah no.
0: uh, our book that is uh, sadly on the way out uh, which is a bummer because this last she was pretty good it is, I really Gotham liked by it. Midnight number nine yeah. um, after I guess a long time coming uh, we finally see um Corgan and um, the girl detective. Whose name I cannot uh, who's, remember. Whose name, uh, yeah, I'm trying to
1: remember. I remember. The, She's, the one who has the, the scream ability. Yeah, so she, the she was ability. the one um, who was working uh, Vice for a little while. Well, it's funny because these guys in the interrogation room are trying to shape shake Corrigan down and so they're talking about their strategy before they even go in there and they're like all right I'm, I'm gonna be the friendly one and you can be the other I'll offer him a glass of water and everything and so they're talking to him and he's like guys look I know how this works and we can maybe skip all this because I've been a cop for a long time so which one of you guys was going to be offering me the glass of water so yeah he's just totally like come on yeah like yeah. even the good cop bad cop I think we all know that game you know <laughs> we've watched enough tv to know how that works yeah
0: uh so Lisa
1: is uh yes. is the other one so they're interrogating um the
0: the the two of them for pretty much the whole book they're trying to figure out what it is this midnight shift uh does um they go through corrigan's uh police record yep. since uh, apparently he took a shot in the field uh looked bad and then was up and walking the next day in the hospital yep um he he says he's He's eager to get to get back to work. Now this uh, we all assume is where the specter comes and yes.
1: kind of inhabits his body. And that's really what they're interrogating about. I mean, the whole midnight shift they've been doing weird things they don't really have any oversight nobody seems to believe all this stuff they're doing what they're concerned about is jim Corgan has a staggering body count falling around and you know it's they have not arrested anybody yeah there are several people who are dead and they made the connection fairly early on they're like it's always people that you're going after and then they always show up dead so yeah and yeah in one case like
0: he drops the case, and the next week they find the body.
1: Oh, and there was, like, you're seeing what's going on, because as they're interrogating him, he is actually getting upset, because he knows they're right. And he, I don't think he's any yeah. happier about the whole Spectre thing than anybody else.
0: The the flashbacks, oh. we, we get to see exactly
1: what happens, the Spectre coming out, and just eviscerating people. Oh, God, the, the first one. I mean, they were like, well, you were investigating this one guy, and they found him in the, you know, swamp the next day, and he didn't have his hands. I mean, what was that? Like, what happened? You see in his eye, and you see, like... His vision of what happens where the specter's hands have come in and grabbed this perp's hands and just ripped them off. off. Yeah, oh, it, it was, was just. There's a,
0: there's a really good, kind of fucked up line. Um, saying that they found a phone next to him. Yes, that he tried to dial
1: nine one one with his nose. Oh, that was so creepy! That but was his, really
0: he cool. he passed out from bleeding out to, oh. before he could finish.
1: There were a lot of really good. I mean, the artwork I loved that w- this week was. I think this has been the same artist since Temple Smith took it. Yeah, over, since yeah. well, I think we had maybe uh, one fill in at maybe. one point. Yeah, Juan uh, Ferreria. Yeah, great job. Really, really excellent. And then the writer. Uh, still Ray Fox. Good, yes. Yeah. Really, really excellent. Really yeah. good. Um, I, you know, I was looking at one panel that actually bugged me
0: um, art-wise. This one right here, the perspective's way off. Yeah, exactly. The eye line is, is,
1: is real jacked up. Yeah. It makes uh, Lisa look like a child. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, I guess he was but, going for like a dramatic, you know, forced perspective type of shot. It maybe it didn't work out so Yeah. Well. But I think the, the coloring on this
0: also really pays off a lot. Mm. Um, there's no colorist... Um, Credited, so i'm assuming it's just more more wand for area
1: makes sense because it's got a real painted look like it yeah. wouldn't have been like penciled and inked and then colored it almost it's looks a very like it specific
0: look that works with the, the the pencils so well
1: and there's another thing he does cool things where it's not always like at eye height i mean a yeah. lot of looking down at the shots a lot of interesting your cat is licking my foot <laughs> <laughs> okay let's, let's get it here. <laughs> you're adorable but that tickles yeah it's weird but yeah that's fine
0: yeah, it's 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 kept with um, kind of what Temple Smith started, in that it's kind of a horror book, and so it's it's drawn like a horror like yes. a horror book, like a horror movie would. So you you take kind of you know Dutch angles and you. you don't go for the most likely of um, perspectives. You go for something that's just askewed a little.
1: Yeah, and like the flashback shots, or you've got your regular panels, but the flashback scenes always seem to be sort of almost like torn across yeah. the
0: page. So and they're nice. in a kind of a green wash, giving us the, the, the Spectre vibe on it.
1: And that's what I was saying. You know, to me, the Spectre, I, the first time I ever heard about him was like reading a book of his origins, mm. which would have been, what, 1940s? Maybe? Um, maybe. Like that. I have to go look that up. I want to say it was like sometime around World War II, but I don't remember. I forget
0: how old he is. Yeah,
1: yeah but, you know, so that's how I've always thought about him. as kind of like this sort of noir... Pulpy detective. Exactly, yeah. exactly. This has really upgraded him to more of a uh, horror movie type yeah. of character. You know? I
0: really like the Jim Corrigan look. I like the, the white streak in his red hair. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the suit, all that. Like, I...
1: I'd like to see someone cosplay that. Yep. Nope, nope. Yeah. But like they'll they'll probably get looked over a lot, but yeah. No. It's yeah. What you might. What else? What other? Isn't there another male comic book character who has a white streak in his hair? There is a handful yeah. It used yeah. to be a thing It, it did But yeah um, He looks good Yeah X-Man has a white streak In his hair Oh that's right That might pick that too But yeah. the the storyline Of the book is really great Because the pacing Is so awesome Because you've got Corrigan being interrogated And he's getting More and more pissed off And worried Because he knows What happens When he gets angry as Yeah he's Inspector. trying To keep it in But Lisa also in her own interrogation room becomes aware of what's happening and she's like you have to get everyone out you have to something bad is going to happen and And these black flowers start growing up all over the place from the last
0: issue yeah um, it's there's there's a little bit of um, their um, the doctor Mm -hmm. guy who's a part of the team he's Mm -hmm. weirdly kind of in love with this black plant like he's so enamored with its workings Mm -hmm. he's kind of he's kind of that crazy scientist Mm -hmm. Um, but he's talking about how it's not a symptom of the monster that was there; it's something that's been there
1: before. And then it's, it's on their side. He said. He it, said it's, it's on our side. It seems. Know? Yeah,
0: it seems weird. I don't know if he's just kind of crazy and, and drinking the Kool Aid or or what. But uh, yeah, Lisa feels that it's it's close, and we see that it is in fact creeping into the um, into the police station. So that's escalating. Like it's a nice kind of slow burn to a big. Uh, explosion, literally. Yeah, <laughs> as uh, as Lisa's freaking out, Jim Corrigan is is getting heated to the point where he finally snaps, and the specter uh, gets loose. And these two detectives, who I feel like they weren't bad guys, like no. they were nothing about them seemed crooked or, no. or
1: anything. They were just just doing their job. They weren't really even being. They weren't even being like. Jerks. No, they weren't. I mean, here it is. They have a legitimate complaint. Hey, buddy, you've got, you know, corpses following you around on a daily basis, sometimes literally. Yeah. And um, and we need to find out what's going on. But they weren't even... I've seen, like, police officers and TV shows that we like act worse than they did. Sure, you know? sure, so, sure Yeah, sure.
0: yeah. Uh, but Spectre uh, explodes, this great
1: kind of half two-page spread. Uh, and then they both go boom. Yeah, they go boom <laughs> very... Sp- <laughs> Not for the usually squeamish here, guys. They do explode. But, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has straight up orange pulp on the wall. Yeah, yeah. All with a great like blood. shot of spectre with lightning coming out of his yeah. eyes.
0: Um but this is really great. Um because the cops kept pushing on Corgan like you've got a rage problem. This is what you know, this is what you secretly want inside and he's kind of trying to hold back the fact that yeah, there's the 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 spirit of vengeance inside of me,
1: but they they know about the specter. They know they let that information loose, where they're like, "Well, tell us about the specter. Tell yeah, us how this he slips, Yeah, and, and they
0: start pursuing that,
1: and they'll they're like, "You know, we can help you. We'll put you in a supermax prison where nobody will ever get hurt again." And I'm, I think ha- having read at least a comic book in our life, we know that that won't work. Yeah, so, that, that would never happen. But you know,
0: like he says, it's the specter doing it. It's, yeah. it's not me. Right. Uh, and then at the, at the end of this issue, uh, the specter. Face to face with Corgan, says it is you. Yeah, this is what you
1: want. Because he said that. He said, you know, these guys weren't bad guys. They weren't sinners. Why did you kill them? Yeah. you know. And the the specter is like, because on some level, that's what you. This, this is wanted. what you want oh. and now. And now we're wondering, well, who's really in control? Yeah, and it ends with a shot of a blood spattered room and him sitting in the middle of it in shock. And then the hammering on the door. Yeah, Open oh, up! Oh it up, Open up! And that's it. That's how it ends. Yeah, it's just. I always did like this book but this issue was really good. And it makes of picked it back up more from sad. a sad a little slump, yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe two more issues of this and, and then uh, and then no more for yeah. Gotham by Midnight. Which is
1: funny, it's a little misleading because they're like the, the the subtitle on the cover says good night to the midnight shift. I'm like, is this the last but, book? About- no, <laughs> no, no not, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. We should be no. getting a yeah. couple more yeah. because
0: they just announced that. So we're still like three ahead That's in true. um in the previous. That's true. Uh, continuing the 50 Years of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, there's a Fury book that came out that uh, I wanted to get because it's Old Fury teaming up with Young Fury. Now, don't be confused. Uh, it's not the Ultimate Fury. Right. It is, in fact, Nick Fury Jr. Yes. Who does in fact look exactly like Ultimate, Ultimate. Fury? Yes. Who does look like Samuel Jackson? Yes, exactly.
1: So basically, Samuel Jackson kind of exists in two incarnations he kind of does Fury. Know. So yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: and I got this book really hoping um, it would explain some of that because mm-hmm. it's been a thing that's just been peripheral to my comic book uh, reading experience. I've been reading the books where he pops in, kind of. He doesn't have his own book. I think he was in uh,
1: Secret Avengers. Right. I think even before All-New. So was it, I mean, there, I'm sure there's like reasons and story explanations and everything, but isn't it really that people liked the Samuel Jackson Nick Fury so much they had to bring him into another book? I think that's essentially okay. Okay. why okay. he exists. Yeah. 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 They decided to go with uh, Ultimate Nick Fury in the movies.
0: Yes. And now for that to make more sense, uh, our old Nick Fury is gone, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah after After Original Sin? Yeah. Uh, so we need a new Nick Fury. it has got to be a Why Nick Fury. Why not Nick Fury Jr.? There you go. There you are. Yeah,
1: so uh, that kind of bugs me. A little. It's always bugged me. I mean, the whole Ultimates world in a little way. I mean, especially when I was finally starting to get back into comic books and I'd pick up random graphic novels at the library, which you haven't checked out. The library actually does have quite a few yeah, graphic yeah. novels. Yeah. But um, I would read these books, and I'm like... I don't understand what happened. It's like everybody got reset, but this character doesn't like this character, and it's because I would be picking up ultimate oh, books and yeah, not yeah, knowing yeah. it. So that'll, yeah. that'll throw things off. They were still good books, though. They, were, they are well, good. They yeah. are.
0: They're all really good. Yeah. Um, so uh, in uh, this little Fury one shot, uh, much like the Mockingbird uh, we talked about before, is just uh, uh, it's Nicholas Joseph Fury Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. goes back in time. Mm-hmm to fight
1: racism with uh, the the White Fury. Yes, exactly. Like, there's a guy who's... They're kind of sort of like paralleling the... uh, the storytelling the first Yeah, animators. exactly. It's like you've got what's going on kind of with race relations right now, based on what's going on with race li- relations back in it's the 1960s. Yeah, right, it's, it so. is the Watts Riot. Exactly. So they're making a parallel there, and you've got a guy in the future, or our present, who's starting something and has access to one of Hydra's time displacement machines, and he and Nick Fury Jr. gets sucked back into time, and he runs into Nick Fury Sr., but Nick Fury Jr. is aware of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s time Time travel protocols, protocols, which I'm like, I think it's awesome that they have those, and that's Nick Fury Sr. is kind of like, well, we don't have those. And he's yeah. like, well, yeah, not yet, but yeah. you're going to get them, especially after what's happening here. So. I
0: think Dum Dum Dugan says something in the, uh, in the beginning, insinuating that S.H.I.E.L.D. is very young. Yes. They're just kind of getting used to calling themselves S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Um, so, um, But Nick Fury, o- always the, uh, the, the savvy customer, buys Junior's uh, story right away. Um, and in fact, when he asks, what do I call you?, Nick Fury Jr. just says Junior, Junior, which I'm kind of wondering if maybe that's for his own benefit, because I doubt Nick Fury Sr. has been a very um, uh, involved father.
1: No, no, but yeah, he addresses that a little later on. But yeah, I think that's just also, I think if you're trying to go by a false name, it's good to go as close to your real name as possible so you won't forget it and you'll know to answer to it. So So, uh,
0: just as Junior teams up with the old 1965 uh, Shield. To capture Hatemonger because Hatemonger wants to ignite a full-blown race war. Yes. And the Watts Riots is where he plans uh, to do that. So there's a a bit of a handful back and forth of um, trying to figure out... um, One thing actually actually they mentioned, but they never... I thought they were going to go to... They kept talking about a previous Hatemonger. Yes. And I would have swore that they were going to reveal that it's the same guy. Like, we have time travel... We have a guy who back at some time was called hatemonger. We have a new guy who is assumably taking up the the, the moniker.
1: We're not gonna just no. connect the dots that they were the same Apparently person we're not I mean Nick Fury jr at one point is even sort of giving everybody a brief down. It's like we think this present hatemonger might have been possessed by the spirit of the former Hatemonger, because why not? Yeah. <laughs> he's very matter of fact he knows how it works too, so yeah. yeah but no i don't I don't think it is you know he goes back it and that, weird. But it seems like it like. Yeah. But like two going, dangling ends that need to be tied together. And going back in time, though, he loses his powers, which is another interesting... Something about a, it, yeah. yeah. There yeah.
0: there were powers that were not working. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, all the power of S.H.I.E.L.D., they find out that 3,000 miles away in Hawaii, somehow, someone matching the description of a hate monger, like, he beats
1: up a cop. Right, right. So and he, he they, knows... he. They're like, he's... Without his powers, he's crazy and desperate. And Nick Fury Jr. knows that this is something that he would yeah. do. So it totally makes sense to him.
0: Yeah. There's actually... I, I just flipped through the page. This is a really good moment. Uh, Senior and Junior are on a rooftop. They're still um, in Watts. And Fury is like, this, this hate monger, he's got to be stopped. This has been gone on too long. It's been three days. Like, who knows how many people are, have, have died. Like, look at what he's doing. And Junior's like... No, this is exactly how it's supposed to happen. And Fury, senior, is kind of really troubled. He's like, But this isn't us. This can't be us. We're better than this. And again, Junior's like, No, this is what really happened. This is going to go on for seven days. Thirty four people are gonna die, it's gonna be
1: bad. And it's and I can't do anything about it because this is This is how it's supposed is, to be. It's like he doesn't wanna say, you know, this is right. He's yeah. like, you know, this is this is a thing that happened. But good is so. gonna come out of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then there's a whole discussion later about changing time, you know, and that, that you know, Nick. Fury Jr. knows that he's back in time and knows he has the ability to possibly put some stuff right that he knows. You know, the 60s had a fair number of things that he he could could possibly go back and correct. His
0: whole life here in the past, just fixing apparently what he would think needs to be fixed. Yeah.
1: But then Nick Fury Sr. points that out. He's like, you know, this is not our job. This is not our job yeah. to go back and also they might mess things up.
0: But so. then Junior says, that's not what my father would have thought. Right. And he's like, your father's an asshole or something like <laughs> that. He's like, like well, I'm you're not wrong. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You
1: know.
0: uh, so they end up in, uh, in Honolulu to this very specific break-in, which mm-hmm. it is the, the hate monger. Now, this is where I feel like my... Uh, my poor education to Fury Jr. makes me a little lost, because Hatemonger breaks into this house with seemingly no real plan of his own, and like just the the tension yeah. seems higher than it should be. Because we don't... I don't exactly know what's going on. There is uh, a young woman and a small black child
1: I know hiding. I know what's going on, but I had to look it up. Oh, you Oops. looked it up? I did look it okay, up. Okay, please break some science down okay. on me. so... They say, and uh, various people who hear this are probably going to twig to it way faster than I did, but I did have to look all this up. They say, when they're trying to track down, that he's going to Honolulu, he's going to Hawaii, and they find him, and they say Glenn is at the Dunham House. And they get to meet the people at the Dunham House. They do save this young woman and this kid, and they introduce everybody. And she, you know, Nick Fury Sr., who has no idea what's going on, introduces himself and says, I'm Nick Fury, and everything's going to be fine. And the woman says, uh, thank you, Mr. Fury, I'm Anne, and this is my son, Barry. The two things to remember is that Barry is a nickname, and that Anne Dunham is her maiden name. Mm -hmm. And her married name after her first husband was Anne Dunham Obama. Oh. So that's what it is. Yeah. So that's what it is. Oh, so shit. I know, right? It was awesome. It was very okay. cool. Okay, <laughs> now this actually all just clicked into my brain. Okay, yep. he had he fully had a plan. He really had a plan. Oh, oh my fucking God. <laughs> oh, my shit. It's all coming open yeah. in layers. Thank you, Wikipedia. I looked... Oh God, if you haven't... Just go look up the life of Ann Dunham. Oh, my God. That woman had, like, a life. She really? really did. Yeah, she really did. Definitely go. I mean, I know Wikipedia is only, like, 80% correct and everything, but, um, yeah, it's a good story story, just hearing about her life. So that actually I, improves this whole story. It
0: really I, did. I kind of got lost. I was trying to think like, is it supposed to be like some kind of relative, like somebody important to uh, J- Fury Jr.? But yep. none of that really made sense. Nope. Um, her name was Anne, uh, and the uh, the okay word yeah. in the beginning was Anne Marie something. Yeah. And I'm yeah. thinking like, is that some kind of connection?
1: Yep. Yeah. No. no! Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. It was, that works yeah, out. It was very, I was very happy when I read that, because I thought... I thought it was my lack of comic book knowledge that was making me a little lost, you <laughs> no, know? it's it a like lack a... of our real <laughs> Seriously, knowledge. this is why I need to actually read a newspaper every once in a while. Uh, so, yeah, I know.
0: But it's not digital. <laughs> I so many ink there... gets on your fingers. No, there's some digital, ev- there's
1: some digital versions true. nowadays.
0: Now you that's can get true. everything on Like right the Union Tribune, yeah, now they're available the, digitally. That's
1: right. Damn straight. <laughs> <Plot> okay.
0: That makes so much sense Doesn't that
1: make you happy? Yeah, it honestly does. Also, it, I think it's cool that they played it that subtle, and it, yeah. I think it made people go look that stuff. Up, yeah, so.
0: which actually I think is, is pretty great. It's it's close enough that it all works out. Yep. It all makes sense, um, but without like handing it to you. exactly, yeah. they trusted in the intelligence of the reader. I probably was just going to be lost until someone
1: eventually explained That's, it. I was. Yeah. I had to. I I did not know it on my own. I had to go yeah. look it up.
0: But yeah. um, the only thing I think um, that might kind of be a bummer was um, I picked up a variant cover that was very Stranko. Yeah, I was really hoping that the interior would have more crazy kind of Stranko pop art yeah. stuff in there, yeah. but really a small complaint. If That's it, if fine. Everything yeah. else is still good. The art was still good, and fucking a twist like that. Uh, David F. Walker, who he's the one who's writing Cyborg. He's the one who uh, wrote the um, Howard the Duck and. Blade oh yes! Uh, oh yeah! Book. Yeah! Uh, I interviewed him at Comic Con. Oh nice! That's super cool. He's yeah. a guy we like. Yeah. Uh, Lee Ferguson uh, on the the pencils. Uh, Jason Keith on the colors. Oh, nice. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's that's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck man, I'm still I'm still.
1: <laughs> You're real when you find that out.
0: You're just I mean, like yeah, that I'm, was cool. That was I'm good. I'm just barely catching up. Yeah. Uh, next book to talk about: Years of Future Past, number five. Um,
1: this is one of those books that uh, it's kind of lost us a little, I think. I'm sort of kind of glad... I mean, I don't want to say this in a bad glad way. Glad it's over. Yes, I am. Yeah. But, you know, it just... It never grabbed me, and I really kind of wish it had. Marguerite Bennett was doing the writing, and I think it was fine, but it just... Yeah. It's a, and we, we've here. loved her in Angela. We've
0: loved her in uh, her, her part of A-Force. Yeah. Like it's, it's it's a bummer that we can't really love this book as well.
1: Yeah, and I think, I think what they were going for is that... They were going for convoluted. There was a lot of plans. but it's a ended up lot being, of like, yeah.
0: who's, who's the bad guy?
1: Yeah, and so it ended up, rather than being like kind of one of those twists in the stories, it ended up being a little com- just confusing. Magneto apparently was like on the good guy's side, but then apparently he was on Secretly the bad Secretly always a bad guy. Because he was going to kill the two kids in order to sort of incite the mutants to yeah. revolt. But then as it turns out, one of the kids... Who they thought was Colossus's kid, but turns Wolverine's out Wolverine's kid. Oh, Wolverine! They thought it was Wolverine. Okay, but it was then actually...
0: realized it's, it's Colossus and Kitty, which Got makes uh, Cameron and Chrissy brother and sister. Right, even exactly. though they had kind of a um, romantic connection, Yeah, which is
1: a little creepy How and do we weird. Get laid? But then we find out in this book that the kid, um, Cameron, Cameron, thank yeah. you. His plan all along was always to kill President Kelly. Because he wanted the mutants to die. Yeah. Because he's like... And he points out, it's interesting, he points out the tigers in the area, because we have had a lot of tiger attacks, and apparently what happened when civilization fell, the tigers, who have always been endangered, they got out of all the zoos, and apparently did very well in yeah, post-apocalyptic good, yeah. urban environments. So he's like... So, you know, they were threatened, and now they're saved, and now they're monsters. And that's what's going to happen with mutants. And he yeah. thinks it's better. They'll never all be able to live together, so it'd be better if all mutants die. And if all humans die, too, I don't think he'd be too pissed off about that either. So,
0: um, so he's, yeah, cr- he's he's more or less just talking about how mutants are a, a, a blight on society. Yes. Yes. Which is interesting, because I, I can't think of another villain who's had the same... Um, kind of idea it's usually it's us or them or mm-hmm. me against everybody mm-hmm. uh, this is when it's like no our people are awful yeah. we need to die we we need to get out of the way of humanity because we are these tigers and
1: so he knows that it's as Mutants are just this close to the brink of extinction. I think in the near the end of the book, they get the last ones together in a church, and there's like less than yeah, hundred of than them. Yeah, less than hundred mutants left. Yeah, and so he knows that if he kills President Kelly, they will just hunt down the rest of the mutants and kill all of them. They won't keep any of them alive in labs like they've been doing. So yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, so Cameron gets very close to uh, to his objective. He gets uh, part of the plan, the original plan, uh, from Chrissy's side was that Magneto was going to use a uh, Sentinel, bring down Air Force One, and then Chrissy was going to save President Kelly from the Sentinel. Yes. Especially showing that mutants aren't all bad, uh, and trying to get Kelly to reconsider his reform. All of these plans kind of awful yes. clearly there's the two yeah. that are really bad because they're either uh igniting an uprising yeah or they're trying to destroy or commit genocide yes both of those are clearly awful yes but to orchestrate an assassination
1: attempt just to thwart to it thwart
0: it yeah like that's another awful that's idea it's way too
1: complicated it's way it always like everybody in this entire story is lying every yeah. single person and some people are lying for what they think are good reasons but some of the bad guys are thinking their reasons are good too yeah. so
0: which does make it kind of tough to keep up yeah like everyone keeps turning and you magneto turns and you're trying to figure out okay well who's been standing next to magneto in all these panels yep. are they part of it now yep. I'm watching them uh, it's it, it it gets tough um, but uh, we we kind of come to uh, to a showdown where Chrissy Come swinging in with Lockheed, which who is, is awesome. ginormous. As, uh I think we saw two issues ago.
1: So he's he, he grew they, up. They didn't. Uh, they didn't really explain that at any time. I mean, how many years? It's been like what? Probably twenty years since present day in this version.
0: 20, um, well, if we
1: consider um, the events
0: of Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. uh, a present marker. Mm-hmm. This has got to be I'd say fifteen to seventeen years because I think okay. Chrissy's still relatively young. Not. Quite an adult as we mark 18 to be. Gotcha.
1: So apparently Lockheed was only a tiny dragon because he just hadn't grown up yet. And then it takes him about 17 years to grow really really huge. Or maybe he just chose to be... Small. Or it could have... Yeah, that's true, too. Easy to get through, you know, security. It's true. It's very inconvenient to be going around when uh, you're bigger like, than a plane. So When yeah. you're a dragon, I guess you kind of you can make up your own rules a little bit. That's true. That's true. Uh, I don't know as much about Lockheed as... Considering how much I like dragons, I never really looked into Lockheed all that much. I, I should never read
0: much of the Excalibur stuff. It yeah. never really uh, grabbed me much. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the Calibre comes in. Uh, Chrissy, Lockheed, Shadowcat, and Wolverine to try and salvage what could have been done. The original plan, as it was set up to bring down uh, Air Force One, went through. So Air Force is One and de- is down. Uh, Magneto's supposed to show up the Sentinel. Magneto's dead with the Sentinel. Yep. That's not going to happen. Nope. But Cameron shows up. He grabs the president. Then Lockheed shows up. and It's a big mess. And Kitty Pride is fucking with, uh, with Phoenix. And they're going back and forth. And Cameron and uh, Chrissy are going back and forth. Everybody's fighting. Yeah. The Sentinels are showing up to try and protect the president. President hops on the back of Lockheed and they fly off. Oh, my God, it is. It is it's really. A it's
1: lot going It's on. really kind of needlessly confusing. I just. I really. Too many. Too many plans. Too many plots. And then we get I like. Get like, did we know? Did we know? Were we given this information? You've got. Um, she like holds her spiky things into the yeah, fire she goes before, metal. before she stabs cameron because now cameron can't phase because burned cells can't phase were we given that information before not that i remember no, and
0: i don't know be- if maybe that's some old excalibur shadow cat knowledge maybe
1: uh, it could be you know i don't know I, I don't i'm hoping it's not a what is it deus Sec machina you know where it's, machina, machina, yeah. where it's like brought in at the very last moment but but yeah she uses her completely heated up spiky things first to stop him from phasing and then to stab him through the chest.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And we kind of come to this very ambiguous end. Yeah. And Kelly calls off the orders to to kill the mutants. So the plan, quote-unquote, worked? Maybe. Mm-hmm. All the all the mutants retreat back to, uh, to Kurt in the church where we find out there is less than 100. And they start hearing sirens. And so they're like, all right, then... If, if this is going to be it, then let's fight our way out. Wolverine's like,
1: let's give them something to remember us by. And they're like, are the sirens that we hear, are those ambulances coming to help us? Or yeah. are they police cars coming? They don't know. They have no idea what's going on. Yeah,
0: but they, they prepare themselves for the worst. And we see Shadowcat find a tiger yes. in, in, in
1: the, uh, in the um, church. Yeah. And that's how it ends. But it's—I think what they were trying to say is because earlier in the book, you know, Magneto's definitely dead, and you see tigers climbing up on the Sentinel and pulling him down and eating him. him. So this tiger has a blood-stained mouth, so I'm relatively sure it was one of the tigers that was just snacking on him. Sure, but clearly
0: this is like one of those times where this is supposed to mean something, right? And it doesn't. It really—I'm kind of lost. No. So the analogy of the tigers being mutants and being free, they overpopulated now, they're like alley cats, and they're just attacking anything. Yes. So they're dangerous. Yes. They need to be quelled, uh, at the very least. Yes.
1: Faces off with an actual mutant. Right. Who, like, she's looking into an analogy mirror? I think it is, like, you know, we're both monsters, but we're both trying to survive, and is that good in the end you know but man am I really fan wanking it at that point if I do that I'm like what I think it means and I could give you like six pages of what I think it means but I don't know what it actually means yeah
0: like the captions she's talking about the ambulances um, are are they going to come and get us are we going to be extinct what is it and the last words is like is there truly any difference any longer referring to the ambulances and help or the the sirens and police and, and our imminent
1: destruction yes and that's it. I don't get it. No, it was definitely little. Another one of those real. But I, I don't know. I'm not so disappointed. We talked about how AVX, you know, giant size little Marvel had a too abrupt ending, yeah. um, which is a little more of a bummer because we loved the entire book beforehand. The fact that this book had an ending that was a little ambiguous and confusing. I'm like, well, it certainly matches the tone of the rest of the books. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and
0: I don't. It, it, it seems weird to be rushed considering we're getting an extra month. Of Secret Wars. Yes. Uh, granted, um, next week as a release of this podcast, we're going to start getting our very first all new, all different books. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this week was super light. Yeah. We only have one more book to go. Yeah, I know. And it's because, like, this is kind of the end. Everything was supposed to stop here. Yeah. And I think there's a couple books that are going to have to wait a little bit because they're going to, they're a little more congruent with uh, what's happening in the Secret War title itself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, on to our very last book. Uh, standing in the uh, in the comic shop, I decided, well, Grayson's going back to Gotham. Maybe now's a good time to uh, catch up on Dick. I've not been a big fan of uh, Spy, Nightwing Spy. Right. I, I really didn't care for it, so I, I, I've honestly never read any of it. Right. It is what it is. He's over there. That's fine. I've got uh, some other DC books to check out. But Robin comes back to town to... Kind of go face to face with uh, Bruce Wayne. Uh, in disguise, he's just he kind of wants his own closure. I think he yeah. wants to know if if this is what it's gonna be. If yeah. it's if there's not gonna be uh, Bruce Wayne in the bat suit. Right. And he asks Bruce if he's happy, and Bruce kind of gives like a weird. I don't know if I'm really happy, but sometimes
1: I'm kind of yeah, happy. I think he's. I, I think he's pretty much. Sort of at least letting Dick know that he's calm. He's yeah. Now he doesn't have that internal rage that Batman always had. So, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but uh, the spiral hijinks quickly jump back into the book, which was kind of a because I, I was really hoping for Nightwing to come back. Yeah. That's kind of why I picked up the book. Right. I thought, oh, he's gonna go home, so we're gonna catch up, and we're gonna things are different, so let's let's do the Nightwing thing again.
1: Not true. Nope. Still Still, uh, still gonna be fighting spies and, and stuff like that but maybe but the, this is maybe this is just setting it up for him to get out of it i mean when you're involved in an organization yeah and when you're involved in an organization like that it takes a while to extract yourself so i guess it's more realistic yeah, you that can't just walk away he's just putting things in motion at this point to get away certainly he's got his own agenda absolutely
0: yeah so he clearly wants out but uh agent zero uh prime agent of uh of spiral breaks in knocks out Bruce they have a little rough and tumble she says you're not out until I say you're out exactly exactly uh, you have like 24 hours to uh, say hi to the family
1: and um, because everybody thinks that he's dead he totally yeah. faked his own death and she's like if at you the want, end of Future's if End if you want to go and let everybody know that you're fine you got a day to do it so that's and what he that's you come what back he does. To me. and that's what he does
0: uh, we get a uh, we have a scene where Alfred Alfred there you go I'm bad with names today that's not good Alfred, who put Dick into the disguise, is trying, he hears the commotion, he's trying to bust back in. And we remember, oh yeah, Alfred's got no hand. It still
1: has still. no hand. I know that Bruce has had a memory loss. I know that he's probably got different priorities right now, but he, for crying out loud, can he not Nobody? give his butler a hand? Can anybody in Gotham? Come on. God,
0: God, this seems so mean. We're over in the cyborg book yeah. where bionic implants. All the rage. Yeah, very common. Like, if if we're to believe, those two worlds are are existing in the same time, yeah. it seems like uh, Alfred could go to a Radio Shack and get a basic Seriously.
1: hand. I mean, even in this day and age, they have 3D printing prosthetics these yeah. days. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it is actually pretty amazing. Can somebody please 3D print uh, the long-time loyal butler of Batman a hand, right? please? God. Come on. Jeez. Like,
0: he could probably shake a couch out and get enough to afford exactly. a good hand. Exactly,
1: I'm sure he could. But then he's talking with Superman, Superman's trying to convince him to, you know, use the Bat clone and over there. I'm like, Superman wouldn't want to just give him a hand either. Come Superman's on. no yeah, slouch like, in that department either. Alfred's slush. kind of like the Justice League's butler.
0: We've, we've
1: all had some interaction with yes. him. Nobody's going to step up. Come Seems on. a shame. I can, We're gonna have like a future story where Alfred just loses it. <laughs> yeah. He becomes a bad guy. It's like because nobody gave me a hand. Aquaman can't give him one of his old hooks. Something. Come anything. On. god you guys are assholes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you just mean. Uh, so um, so Dick goes around and he visits all the uh, previous Robins and um and Batgirl. Um, I'm asking uh, to you. Did you read all these extra
1: bubbles? I, I actually did glance at most of them, and they are lines as far as i can tell because i recognize yeah i was about to say i recognize some of them but i think they went back and farmed through the issues for the lines that were like clever or pivotal points or just sort of like a indication of this is the day-to-day this i'll I'll ask you at the end because there's something else i'm okay so uh
0: there's three three pages when he meets uh red hood and um red robin barbara and damien
1: oh and it even happens when he meets bruce when he goes oh to yes the and, and Bruce. Bruce so every yeah, time yeah. He, he
0: meets somebody um, there is no background it's just full of these word balloons of previous conversations uh, Red Hood just sucker punches him
1: well yeah because uh, right he thought he was dead and now he finds out he's not he's the angry
0: Robin yes exactly um, and they kind of have a conversation um, Dick's like this is what I had to do this is what Batman asked of me you know, the fewer people in on this, uh, the the safer everyone was. And he's talking about how he had to carry the burden of knowing when everyone else thought he was dead, which is kind of a cop-out.
1: It is. It's, I mean, it's true. It's not... I mean, if if you were walking around knowing that the people who care about you think that you're dead, it would be tough. But not as tough as it's going to be for the people who think you're dead. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. so they're real... Uh, Red Robin and Red Hood are real hard ass on them. They're real pissed off. But... Uh, Nightwing has uh, a couple souvenirs. He's like, "These are the two first two uh, bat batarangs."
1: One right?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, "I think he'd want you to have them." Mm-hmm. Uh, goes meets Barbara. Uh, more of the same. They talk about uh, their like their first date, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's kind of um, I think very very appropriate for these two characters who have had mm-hmm. such a history together. Barbara's real pissed, and she just pretty much leaves him on top of a bridge. Yes. Uh, Dick just leaps off, freely admitting he doesn't have a—he doesn't even have a rope. Yeah. In this free fall, he has a long story he tells about uh, when they went um, trapezing at a fair or some such nonsense. I guess that's a thing you can do in Gotham
1: if you're part of a you know trapeze family. I'm sure. Yeah. you Well, you, do, you, you chill out different ways. It's natural so, yeah. to him. Yes. He's like, exactly. yeah, a little piece of my world. Yeah. But. Uh,
0: he, he says that he went back and he stole the bar from the trapeze it had been sentimental to him and I guess this is all enough for her to know hey, turn around, catch I have the bar right here yes uh, like a trapeze act itself yes and then, you know they I mean all of these end with them like okay, I'm not as mad.
1: As yeah, but even is. more important, every interaction starts out with all these little word bubbles, but every act interaction ends with just one page of kind of like these washed out sort of colors and him telling them something that's very important.
0: Yeah. Uh, finally, we catch up with Damien, and Damien is the one who takes it the best. He's yeah. like, hey, you're back. Yeah. I guess it's it's kind of talking about like you, you're young, but you've seen a lot you know what this world is kind of like and i think it's someone especially like damien who only recently just came back from the dead exactly um maybe it's it's just not as weird but he's so
1: pragmatic he's like oh you were dead now you're alive good glad to have you back isn't are you gonna tell me that i was a jerk and he's like yeah you already know you're a jerk i don't feel the need to be bothered with it so they've always had
0: kind of a sweet relationship spawning back Pre fifty uh, two, when Dick was Batman and Damien was his Nightwing, they had a, they had a kind of a nice um, uh, tight brotherly connection. No, yeah. I, no, no more, no more other r- 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 <laughs> No other Robins, I think, have really d- developed as close of a brotherly relationship right. as Damien and Dick have post fifty two. Right now, maybe this is what uh, you wanted to ask me. Uh, At the end, we reveal
1: that there's been a secret code going the whole time. Yes. Now, I know that where the code was going, and I haven't gone through to do the letters, but it's one of those codes where the first letter of every sentence spells out an instruction. So where those washed out colors are, that's what we're supposed to look at for the sentences, so every interaction. But is there a code going on with all those word bubbles floating around? Because it's so specific. And I I don't, I am not the type of person. And if they were all. There's no order to it. There isn't an order. And that's why. If, If there was an order, I would probably try it. But I mean, it's just every, that it ends with that code page, but it always begins with the other one. I'm like, I bet you I should Google in there. Because there are people, I've read some books. That have been known to have some codes buried in there, and people just love to just like flip through and be like, "What if I counted the spaces after every R?" And you yeah. know, does that mean something? So there's
0: actually no T in the uh, in the um, Damian page. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. Uh, B-R-E-A-K-I, no T.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: <laughs> now, my problem with this whole uh, ploy is
1: in in just in this conversation. Where do you know where the sentences end? I'm sure he probably gave them a real pointed look when he started, because all of them also figured out by the end, they're like, hey, are you doing, doing that, that thing? thing. Yeah. yeah, so he had to have been like really obvious, but he was trying to make sure that the super spy organization that he belongs yeah. to doesn't twig to any of it, yeah. because what he was using it for was to get their help to get something, because all these Spiral people, their faces are spiraled, so you can't see what they look like, mm-hmm. and this is apparently the instructions to get the encryption, the de-encryption, to be able to see who she is, which he now knows, and he seems to be very happy about that at the end.
0: Yep, because now he has a little bit of leverage, and so, since this is the head spy of Spiral, uh, presumably he'll use that to, uh, to his advantage to okay. get out. Uh, now, that issue wasn't bad. No, not bad. Um, right. I'm kind of wondering, like, do we go further? Do we go on to 13 and maybe give it a little more? I would or? say
1: at least 13, and of okay. gives a slightly better idea. Whether yeah. we go to 14, I don't know. You know, How about yeah. that, guys? So, we, yeah. We're kind of getting into Grayson. Oh, my goodness. Is this another DC book we kind of like? Let's hope maybe it doesn't sort of, get canceled. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Uh, so that is the books that we've read. If there are any books that we missed that uh, you feel need to be mentioned for good or for worse, you can let us know at, comicissues at gmail.com or through any of our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. G plus the Google plus, uh, Instagram, Instagram, yay for Instagram, Pinterest, DeviantArt, DeviantArt, the end. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. These are all the things we have. Uh, you can find us by searching comic issues uh, in there, and just look for uh, our little uh, smiley face and logo. Okay. Uh, again, a uh, few weeks. Um, Crane Con coming up. Comic is coming up in a month. Uh, we're gonna try and be there. Bring you back some pictures and fun stuff. Uh, other than that, it's all about a, have the...
1: Have m- we got Comic Fest coming up in uh, San Diego? Are they still doing that again? They moved
0: it to February.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Usually it was good. in
0: October. Good, good. Because um, we're
1: busy enough as is, yes. so
0: that's convenient for us. It's been a, like, a long-lasting summer for really us. It really
1: has. really has. Uh, so, yeah. So, all the stuff we're doing
0: is on the website. We are part of the pixelatedgeek.com uh, network, home of so many other podcasts, including uh, Binary System with Elizabeth and Catherine, uh, Two Geeks in a Podcast with me and Ashley, Pixel Clicks Podcast with Jordan and crew, and the Movie Issues uh, team of Spooky and Leland.
1: Something for everybody. A little Seriously. Something for everybody, guys. And if you see something that we're missing out on, let us know. We'll either make it into a podcast or we'll talk about it. Podcast we you know? <laughs> we'll find someone else who will. We'll podcast crazy around here. That's right.
0: Absolutely. Uh, but if you just love this sweet comic y goodness, you can go straight to the
1: vein comic-issues.com
0: uh, and get uh, all of our stuff.
1: That was a bookend for all the disturbing blood-soaked images in the beginning of uh, Gotham by Midnight. Tap the There we
0: go. That's right. <laughs> then explode when the specter comes for you. Yeah. Uh, so until next week, everybody, I'm Anthony Silva. Elizabeth Wallace. And good geeking.